Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. It is currently 107 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Digitex wishes you and yours all the best during these Challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, momentarily, we'll head back to our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline and speak to Spec. Uh, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years. And we're going to go to two quick texts because Mark and me are actually going to agree on something. Bob, this is Fletch from Calgary. It's time that sports shows across the country discuss the poor officiating we are experiencing watching the NHL. How many more soft calls from referees are we going to put up with? They kill the flow and the excitement of the game. If I see one more linesman kick out a, uh, a player in a face-off, I'll scream at the TV. We watch hockey games for the players, not the officials. Mark, i got to tell you, for me, I don't think the officials have been much of a factor this year. What about you? No, same. There was some. There's a couple games where we watched a lot of power plays and a lot of those little stick on the hands where they barely touch the guy. But but not many, not many. Yeah, and I think the players, I, the players have adjusted. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying every night has to be a Mark Jonet night where he puts the whistle away, but I don't think they've been a, uh, overbearing. All right, this text comes in from Ray. He says, Bob, Evan Bouchard is young. He has lots to learn, but his upside offensively outweighs what he gives up in his end, and with good coaching and help from his defense pairings, it will improve. And, uh, I mean, he's been with Slater Cuckoo the last three games until halfway through last night when Laguson got knocked out, and Slater has struggled over the last couple games. I, Mark, I had two separate scouts come up to me last night. Combined total, I looked it up today, 1,800 games in the NHL. And they're like, Stoff, Bouchard's the best defenseman on your team already. That's how high That's how really? high is. Oh, yeah. And now it's interesting because one of them is from an organization where uh, a guy further up the food chain in that organization reached out about a week ago about something. 
and said to me that the one thing that that organization did, and this team, by the way, went three rounds, Mark, so I'll give you a hint, three rounds in the playoffs last year. One of the things that organization did is throw out everything that happened in the bubble and not overreact to what happened. Mm. He said everything was so foreign to everybody that it was, from a pro scouting perspective and an evaluation of other organizations, they used more what happened during the course of the regular season and were almost dismissive of what occurred during uh, the bubble. And they were a team that was good. They were a team that was playing into, I'll just say, at least the final eight and maybe a bit higher than that. So that was a pretty interesting perspective. But, uh, yeah, just on Evan Bouchard, I mean, this is – you know, Craig Batavish used to say you gotta, you gotta uh, produce more than you give up. And I mean, I look at Bouchard, and and this is this is the thing. like for me, Mark. I think right now the Edmonton Oilers have the highest scoring defense in the National Hockey League. They're nine, they're nine and eight, and they've got a combined eight ninety five save percentage. Mark, if their goaltenders finish the year at a combined nine oh five, we're basically a third of the way through the season. If they finish at a combined nine oh five. Go from eight ninety five to nine oh five. I'll predict Edmonton makes the playoffs. Sure. Would you? Would you, would, would you make that prediction? Right. I don't mind that prediction. Sure. I would say to you, Bob, that part that the goalies themselves aren't going to get a whole bunch better. To me, it's about the chances that they're facing. That might be the fundamental difference in what we're talking about here. Wheeler tipping pucks on the top of the crease. Koskinen isn't going to go to practice and then come out of practice and figure out how to make that save, right? You don't work on that save. Uh, Perot tipping the puck, you know, from three feet out. Ehlers walking down the slot and picking a top corner with all day to do it. Those Watch your highlights at night. Those go in on Carey Price. They go in on Vasilevsky. They go in on all the great goalies. So, to if me, they win, if they it, Mark, if they don't give up, uh, it, it, and this is not an if and and buts and candies or nuts. If you're sitting in a situation where Yamamoto, a winger, doesn't yep. hand over the second goal, and Cahoon, sure. Sure. And especially at the time of those games where Edmonton had gained a bit of momentum, if Edmonton wins that game five four, we're sitting here thinking. You know, geez, they, they had 46 shots on goal. They outshot a pretty good team, Winnipeg, mm-hmm. 46-24. Hellebuck, oh, by the way, Hellebuck won the Vesna Trophy in the other end. It's not a fact. That was a pretty good five goals against performance from Connor. And, and, and I think that the mistakes that were made last night by some of Edmonton's forwards are actually fixable errors. Oh, oh, for sure. You think Cahoon's going to make that mistake again in the near future? <laughs> Not a chance, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, Yamamoto's a pretty solid player. He's we're fairly happy with the way he's come along defensively. He had a not a great game. He poke checked. Kara at one point, too. It went right to Kyle Connor, and he's fire one over Smith's shoulder from about 10 feet out. So that was just bad luck, frankly. Yeah. You know, two Oilers, I got it, you got it, no one has it, and it's in your net, but uh, there's lots of things that can change. You know, if, if let's get back to Bouchard, who was fabulous last night. Eight, what do you have? Eight shots on goal, eleven shots at net. He's turning into the guy everyone wants him to turn into. This isn't me saying he's a bad player. He's not. He's looking great, and he's unlike Caleb Jones. He got his spot in the lineup here, and he's not giving it back. Right. Bouchard's not giving that spot back right now. He is playing really, really well. But watch the game-winning goal. Something he will learn from, and I'll bet you he doesn't do again anytime soon, is is he's standing next to Wheeler, and as the puck comes, he pushes himself away from Wheeler, leaves Wheeler untouched to touch that, to tip that puck. 
that's just a, a, a play that a young guy makes sometimes. You've got to live with it if you're playing a rookie defenseman. So next time, he'll do what every defenseman does. If you can't tie a big wheeler, which is very difficult, it's not the old days, Bob, where you put them on the yeah. seat of their pants and, and just walk away. But I think what every every veteran defenseman does is, as the puck arrives, they put a cross-check on Wheeler, so it's not so easy to tip that puck home. And Bouchard will figure that out. He probably knows it already, and he's probably cursing himself for not doing it last night. He's, he's, stepping, he's, he's stepping up to get up after it, and Cahoon makes a soft play, and suddenly, boom. No, no, you got to watch second. the play, though. He's standing I, right next to Wheeler. I know he's – and, and he doesn't I, defend well. Mark, that there's play. off – there's. All. There's there's often multiple errors on goal, but one guy didn't play the rest of the game. I think we know how the coach felt. Just an update oh, here. Sure. Just, just an update, spec from uh, uh, from Reed Wilkins. Lagason's getting some tests done today. Uh, we'll find out later this afternoon, according to head coach Dave Tippett. He didn't commit to anything yet with Ethan Bear or Caleb Jones. I got to tell you, I'm a little like based on how much Bouchard played on the left side. Do you have any hesitation at all going Bouchard and Bear as a pairing in tomorrow's game? Um, I have less hesitation playing Bouchard on the left side. I'm there's another credit to the guy coming in at this age and playing on the left side. Good for him. I'm not sure breaking him in with a guy that hasn't played in a long time. Do I put extra pressure on my young defenseman, Bob? Pretty smart you defenseman. Know? So would you play him with Barry and put Bear back with Nurse? Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I think I might. What if I played him with Lagason, or I should say with uh, Larson? At least I got him with a steady veteran well, I, guy that he doesn't have to try to carry a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, so you're you're going to play Bouchard I'm, with Lar- with Larson? If, if Lagason is out, maybe I play him with Larson. You know, I, okay. all I'm okay. saying to you, Bob. All I'm saying to you, Bob, is whoever plays with Bear tomorrow night is playing with a guy that's kind of knocking the rust off. I'm not sure I need to take a right shot, put him on lefty as a young player, and then put him with okay. Bear. That might be a tall order. Hey. Okay, that's fair. And I'll say, I will say this about Bear: he's pretty damn smart. That's the one thing about <laughs> him. Player. Yeah. He's a smart. He's a smart hockey player. It is one sixteen. We're going to take a one minute timeout, ninety second timeout. When we're going to come back, we're going to talk a bit about games and a couple things that occurred last night with one of Winnipeg's best players and whether or not he got inside the kitchen on a couple of the Oilers' best players. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you at Oilers Now. Sportsnet spec for the horses, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. The juice. And I'm going to have to tone down the juice's text. Bob, can uh, Specter give any criticism to Kyle Turris, who has cost us exponentially more goals than anybody else, instead of always crapping on our best players all the damn time? Blank me, he's brutal. That one comes to us from the juice. Conversely, this texter says, I love how you speak more than your guests. Speck has a right to have a different opinion than yours. Have an open mind. You're so frustrating today, Stoffer. I'm switching to another station. So there's the range, Mark. Uh, I, I mean, I... Does anything even need to be said about Kyle Turris? I mean, it, it hasn't happened for, him, happened for him, and the coach didn't deploy him much yesterday, and he's, I, I think maybe he had a little bit better couple games, Ottawa, Montreal, back-to-back, but uh, he's going to get pushed here by Gaetan Haas. Do you not agree? Yeah. 
Well, that's the issue with tourists is you say to yourself as a coach, look, he's a veteran guy. We'll put him in a new role. My GM brought him in here in a two-year deal. Uh, we want to give this guy time to find his feet. But it's a short season. Uh, he hasn't really been, you know, he's had spurts, but he's not finding his, his legs quite yet here. And meanwhile, Kara has taken his third-line job, and Gaetan Haas is ready to come back pretty quick, and he may take Torres' fourth-line job. So, you know, you can only wait so long, Bob. Is that fair? Yep, I think that's fair. Let's switch focus. This text comes in saying, Bob, I thought the orders got pushed around a bit early. No casting in the lineup. Nurse needs to be on the ice. Luckily, lucky Lowry just missed Nurse with a punch. He could have been out. Um I'll take no, I don't it think he missed him with that punch, Bob. I think he caught him with one real good one okay. in that well, fight. Uh, Darnell has basically, ever since he fought Hunter Smith, I think it's been hinted to him, don't be as open fighting as he was in that fight with Hunter Smith down in Calgary back at the start of the 16-17 yeah. uh, season. But he, he slipped last night. right? He, he somehow yeah. slipped to one knee, and, and that's where he got caught. He was getting up from one knee, and Lowry caught him with one. I All watched right. the replay of it, and hey, I, I would never criticize a guy for being in that scrap. That Lowry's a big, tough guy. Did he was nurse. All right. Do the owners lack a little bit of gamesmanship? I mean, Neil Pionk, uh, Lowbridge McDavid. Now, Connor went back and did get a bit of a shot in him uh, later on in the game. He got a healthy piece of dry settle at the end of the game. I mean, we're talking about Neil. And in fairness, for Jets fans listening to the show, I know Neil Pionk's been really good. You won the trade. It couldn't have worked out better for you. I mean, the no, Raiders good player develop like good. They saw him that he's a good player, right? They they excellent top four with that. Yeah. Excellent top four defenseman. But does Edmonton lack the requisite gamesmanship? You know what I'm saying, or do they just not have the type of person? Or is that just today's player mark? I don't know. It's a good question, Bob. It's a good question. We don't often see a game like that where number four on the opposition was taking, you know, a few liberties. Like he was taking runs at McDavid for sure. And I saw you put a good body on dry saddle at one point. Uh, I think we're past the time in hockey where the minute he touches McDavid, everyone beats the heck out of him. Like those days aren't there anymore. Right. And I will say, when you say Lowbridge McDavid, are you talking about that play at the blue line? He got a hip in on Connor at one point. He did. He got a hip in on Connor, but Connor fed him a stick on that play, right? Like, he, uh, that was the one where Pionk stayed down? No, that was earlier. Was a different one. It, yeah, I was going the other way. He got Connor with a okay. hip check in the, was it yes. late in the first period, and Connor gave him the stick in the second period. And, and that's then he got. went to hit him again, and Connor gave him the old Kevin Lowe routine and fed him his stick. And got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. I, I will say McDavid's lucky he doesn't get a penalty there because he did high stick the player. But, hey, man, that's how you protect yourself when you're 97. Feed him the stick. Absolutely. Um, and in fairness, Speck, when the Oilers got down 4-1, and I had this conversation with uh, two separate broadcasters today, both Jack and Cam brought it up, uh, it was the it was the, the, the K.R. Archibald group that sort of got things going a bit energy-wise after the yeah. Oilers had sagged a little, and they got in there on the forecheck. We have Archibald coming up here in about five minutes' time. I mean... He's, 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 that's the, who's ever line he's on, that's the third line for me because of how he plays. He is the one smaller guy that kind of gets that a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, listen, that's what makes a team. You know, we've, we've talked about this. It can't be 29 and 97 doing it all night, every night. Times like that, you're down 4 1. You need it. You need some help here. 
You know, you need a third line that goes out and turns the game your way. Once they turn the game their way, then the superstars get moving and they collect some points. But that's how you have a good team. And if you, if you have a fourth line that's, you know, got a little bit of mojo too, now you got something going, Bob. And that's that's what they're trying to build in their bottom six. I think they found one line. Now they got to find the other one. Uh, this text comes in. Uh, Cassian in the lineup would give Pionk pause last night. Are you concerned? I mean, they get Winnipeg again tomorrow. Are you concerned a bit about Calgary? Not having Zach Cassian against the Flames flat back-to-back? I don't know. I don't see Calgary as a big physical team. I think when we talk Calgary, we talk Kachuk. And, you know, if you, I think they got enough to handle Kachuk. I'm not sitting here. I wouldn't be quaking in my boots that they don't have a guy that can fight Kachuk or that can hit Kachuk. Or, so, no, not really. I think you want Cassian. Like, I like Cassian as a player. I get it. He hasn't been as good as people wish he has been. I agree with you on that. But I like Cassian in my lineup for games like this. When they don't have him, he's still got some tough guys. Sean texts the show to say, yes, Pion ran around with impunity last night, targeting the two best players. No response is embarrassing. If those days don't exist anymore, fine. Then do the same to Kyle uh, Connor of the Jets. Do something, anything. Actually, I think Leon, <laughs> I actually think Leon got a piece of Nikolai, uh, Nikolai Ehlers, and you're laughing because... He's right. Like, do something. Hit him back. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hit him back. Like McTavish used to say... Do something so I notice you and want to put you back in my lineup. And, you know, there's defensemen on that team that can throw the body. There's a Jujar Kerr can go in and drill Pionk. There's nothing holding them back from doing that. Yeah. Uh, Bob, Calgary drafts gamesmanship. If you take a look at their last couple drafts, yeah, they, I mean, they, they, I know a couple of years ago, I forget the kid's name. Pelche, is that his name? They drafted a guy out of the Quebec League. That's a nasty piece of, uh, 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 you know, there you go, uh, business. Again, you can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. So it's prediction time, Mark. Smith, start tomorrow for you? Uh, oh, Koskinen starts tomorrow for me. He does. Okay. Uh, I think, are you, now, what, uh, I, I saw a reference on Twitter today that at practice it looked like it might be Smith's net, but I don't know how you tell the day before the game. But what would you do tomorrow, Bob? I'd start Smith. You would, eh? Yeah, I'd come. I'd say get back in there. Let's have a better night. Get her going. Yeah. Uh, do you go? Uh, Devin Shore was placed on waivers today. Part of this has mm-hmm. to do with how the waiver process works with the taxi squad and the flexibility needed for taxi. Do you contemplate going eleven and seven if you bring Ethan Bear back in tomorrow? Even if you don't have Lagesson, you could always slide in. Uh, this is not going to appease the fans. You could always slide in Russell, or I guess Jones. I'm thinking Jones might have to be working his way from far down right now. Uh, but do you go eleven and seven against Winnipeg, or you know, did you already play your forwards too much last night, Spec? Well, the only reason I go eleven and seven is because I feel like I, I need penalty killing defensemen. That's what I'm thinking here, and and maybe I don't want to just thrust Bear in and have him possibly play twenty two, twenty three minutes his first game back. So if I if if Tippett goes eleven and seven, and that's I would think he would put in Russell. Frankly, I think he's only doing it to protect Bear a little bit until Bear gets what do they say up and running. Is that fair? Yep. It'll be interesting to see. We have Josh Archibald coming up. Someone's taking the time to say, Bob, Josh Archibald has almost as many hits as the rest of the Oilers forwards combined. Uh, I'll have to look into that, but I know he's definitely leading the teams in hits. He's an effective hitter, right? He comes fast at you. You know, you don't have to be big. He comes fast and hits hard. 
you know, Mark, 25 years ago, there in media hockey, there'd be a guy that had tunnel vision on the ice, and this guy would just skate right through and have some fun with him. Uh, anyhow, hey, uh, thanks for uh, taking some hits and giving some back. All right, Bobby. See you at the rink. See you at the rink. That is Mark Spector again for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Our province's horse racing and breeding industry has introduced new safety protocols and thorough vet checks, stricter rules, and tougher penalties. Employing Albertans caring for our horses, horse racing Alberta. We will tell you there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford, nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Ford is built for you. And you can let Johnny, Uncle Milt, Rich, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend you a hand. They still have got a couple of the 2020s kicking around there. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Josh Archibald from the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.